Hi, welcome to another edition of Chatting With. I'm here with a detox expert, <laughs> uh, Josh. What's your... Mason. Josh Mason. Yeah. You, um, how long... So, yeah, you were... You got into detox originally because you were going to kill yourself. <laughs> 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 Something like that. A little casually. Catching, <laughs> yeah. catch, <laughs> catching beginning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had, like, serious, serious depression and panic attacks for about three and a half years and wanted to die, like, pretty much every day. So, I wasn't, like preparing to kill myself but i wanted to die every single day so yeah um okay you were you were trying different medications yeah going to doctors yeah basically i was living a pretty normal life for most of my life and then in a span of like two weeks i got super super sick um i started like my digestive systems stopped working i couldn't sleep i started having heart palpitations and honestly i after like a week or 10 days or so I started like feeling like I was tripping out on a drug of some sort like acid wow without taking acid and um and yeah that's how that's how it all started um okay how old are you I was 23 when it all started and where were you I was living in the Lower East Side of Manhattan okay yeah um were you still and you were doing jujitsu fighting? Yeah, yeah. I was training, uh, training and competing in jujitsu all around the world and uh, really intensely. Mm-hmm. I was also working in like corporate America. Were you like good at it? Were you like winning? I was winning. Yeah, <laughs> I was winning. Well, that's yeah, I, I won. Wow. A, I won a bunch of big tournaments. I won like the white belt world championships, the blue belt Pan American championships, and then I won a bunch of tournaments as a purple belt too, like uh, Abu Dhabi trials and a few other things too. Do you, do you still do that? No, no. Why not? Um, I think most of my jiu-jitsu training and fighting came from a place of anger. And after getting sick and then healing from my sickness, I kind of shed that anger and that like grit that was inside. Wow. Um, so I realized that that was my coping mechanism really to all my, all my pain was, you know, jiu-jitsu. Huh. So now I don't feel like I have that anymore. I'm way more at peace with myself. So I, I don't have like a huge burning desire to beat people up now. You know, now now I heal people, help heal people. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so how did you first get into detox? You're in your two week episode of pain. Yeah. Um, what happened? So the first route was like off psychiatric route you know like going to a psychiatrist and asking them you know asking for their help and they put me on like you know six different medications and do you um, remember which ones yeah yeah uh like at once six different i think the first time i walked in there i left with like three prescriptions wow and then the second time i think i got like two two more on top of so you were i think i stopped one and then took two more on top it ended up just being this like you twist one knob and then three right. other knobs go out of whack and you yeah. got to change those three that's, knobs. Yeah, that's yeah. common, yeah. Um, so yeah, like antidepressants. Yeah, it was like... Painkillers, whatever. Not painkillers, it was like... That's good. <laughs> those can be <laughs> deadly, <laughs> addicting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like Zoloft, Xanax, uh, like Latuda, which is a bipolar medication. Huh. Um, there was a few others too. Okay. Um, 
So yeah. you, that you were on those for a few years? No, I was on them for four months. Okay. And wasn't getting any better. It was like just getting worse, gaining weight. I became like a numb zombie, and I was like, "Fuck this! I, I need to, I need to choose a different path here for whatever it is that I'm dealing with here." So I, I literally stopped all the medications cold turkey, which I would not recommend to anybody. <laughs> I, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Um, and uh, <laughs> then I, I went to the Amazon jungle and I drank ayahuasca. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, do you, people probably don't even As know what do. that is, right? Yeah. Um, well, actually, that's like it's becoming like a trendy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. It's like yeah. a it's like a tea a, that you drink on weekends. Well, it's yeah. like a millennial trendy thing right now. Yeah. I don't know. So you did that, and you had a realization. Well, I had gone to the Amazon on three separate occasions. The first time, I only had one ceremony, and it was so intense. I flew home. And I spent six months kind of doing some work like meditation and yoga and working on myself. And I went to the Amazon again a second time. I spent like five months in the jungle, did like 20, 20, 22 more ayahuasca ceremonies. On that second trip is when I really uh, started seeing the world differently. And Okay. Yeah. The first time was too intense? What do you mean? Um, ayahuasca is a, it's a hallucinogenic... Uh, medicine that's used in the Amazon and it's can cause you know intense visuals and auditory hallucinations and uh, you know change your paradigm change the way you view the world and purging mm-hmm. and the thing is is that which is like blowing shit out your ass <laughs> that's what purging is and uh, vomiting yeah. yeah vomiting burping yawning, sweating yeah. sweating right okay um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a blast yeah <laughs> It's awesome, yeah. and but and the guys they have like guys that are helping you as you're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like there's shamans or whatever. There's shamans who are running it from like an energetic standpoint, and then there's facilitators who are like helping you, you know, because okay. a lot of the shamans don't speak English. So okay, yeah, facilitators are there to like let you know that you're not dying. <clears throat> All basically. right, bunch of purging, and then see the world but, differently. Yeah, but the reason that it was too intense was because oh right. Is be- was because I was not taking care of my body. I was eating shitty. wasn't like, exercising. I wasn't wasn't taking care of myself. And ayahuasca tends to jive better with people when people take care of themselves. Yeah, you know, right. Um, it tends to be more of a clean experience when your body is clean. So you took it, and it was. Um it was too intense. Like, you can't go back, though. You know? Like, you can't. <laughs> so, it was just a bad trip. Like, you were bad dreams and everything. Like. It was, like, overwhelming for me, and I couldn't face my own shit. Yeah. I just wasn't ready to face my own shit, I guess. So, uh, like, so, I don't Like, what happened? Like, like you, pa- I was panicking. Okay. I was just panicking. Do they give you, like, a Xanax? <laughs> no. <laughs> if, you, if you're not handling it? <laughs> no. What, what did you do? I basically just had to breathe. Right, and just get through it. Yeah. It lasted, like, how long? Uh, Well. (laughs) Because, yeah, psychedelics scare me. Yeah, yeah, they should scare people. Yeah. They're not to be messed around with, you know? They're not to they're not. It's not like, oh, let's try it. No. Yeah. They're they're to take you into the corners of your psyche. They're not to, like, have a good Saturday night, you know? And they're being misused, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um... So you just got through it, whatever. Yeah. And then, 
then you came back and you wanted to do it again yeah. because you felt like you didn't get what you wanted. I felt like as I was in my pain again and my despair and my panic attacks, I was reading these spiritual books and I just was reading of this reoccurring concept of the only way out of the pain is through it. So like if I kept running away from it, that it would just keep following me wherever I went. So I wanted to like go experience something that would take me deep into my own shit. And I wanted to face it head on. It was like I didn't want to be scared of my own mind anymore. I wanted to like face it. Okay. Yeah. And and you feel like you achieved that? Not through ayahuasca. Okay. I mean, ayahuasca was one piece of the puzzle, but through my detoxification and meditation and self-love practice, yeah, for sure. I okay. Mean, I still have issues that I'm working on for sure, but I feel like a, a totally different person. I mean, I've cured my depression. I've cured my anxiety, my panic. Okay. Um, I'm a t- completely different human being. Um, what was the first step of the detoxic- detoxification process? <laughs> yeah. The first step, um, well, for me or for like what I would recommend to others? Um, I guess that you would recommend, but I don't know if it's not too long a story for you too. Like, what did you do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, basically, you know, I came, I went to the Amazon a third time and, uh, when I came home from the Amazon a third time, I was like, uh, just a mess, a total mess, like worse than I'd ever been after three years of deep spiritual work, fasting and doing, you know, all kinds of meditation and all kinds of different therapies Mm -hmm. and just still not achieving any homeostasis internally. So, um, so eventually I, I got my hair tested, um, for heavy metals. And I actually, what I did is I, I read this woman's story and this woman's story talked about mercury poisoning and it was like the only person on the planet that I felt like I could resonate with. Um, the amount of pain she would talk about, the amount of suffering and anxiety and panic that she would she went through, hmm. I really connected with that. And I got my hair tested and I had super, super high level, off the chart levels of mercury in my hair. Um, which came from amalgam fillings, okay, uh, mercury fillings that were in my teeth, and um, uh, sushi. I ate a lot of sushi, a lot of tuna, and like just mercury comes from a lot of different places. We're okay. all kind of being dealing with it it's right mostly now. Mostly from fish. Fish, yeah, is a huge piece, of, huge piece of it. But it's also in like bleach. It's in, okay. it's in a lot of different skin products, and it's in, you know. Whatever it's in vaccinations too. We don't have to go down that route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what a man! Mercury poisoning. Yeah. Uh, so what was so what did you do uh, when you figured that so, out? So then, uh, I started taking. Uh, you took your filling out. I took the fillings out by a, a biological dentist. Okay. Um, because you don't want to just get them taken out by any normal dentist. You want the dentist to know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, to use like a dental dam and an ionizer, and there's a protocol. It's, mm. it's like a biological dentist is the name. Okay. Um, and uh, you know the first the first thing that I did was I had to heal my gut because my gut was such a mess uh, from the mercury um, and uh, the, the heavy metals basically just destroy the gut, the gut lining mm-hmm. and um, I couldn't digest food. I would bloat with every, th- every single thing that I ate. Mm-hmm. So the first step was to heal my gut 
and that took a few months and I used a lot of different supplements. Should I, should I go into the supplements? Sure, yeah. Okay. I used stuff like colostrum and slippery elm bark powder and uh, charcoal. Charcoal, is, those are binders, which is another piece of the puzzle. Hmm. Um, Restore for Life, which is another great supplement. Um, These are all digestive cleaners. Um, some of them are cleaners and some of them are just restorers. Hmm. Um, so it's a whole, it's a huge process. Yeah. You know, the d- detoxification. It's like. <clears throat> okay, is there. Yeah, some people don't believe in detox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your response to that? Yeah, well, it's interesting. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of... Have you gotten either, hate? Any kind I of don't hate? get... I'll probably get hate on this YouTube video. Naturally. I, I, I care less, but... <laughs> but but uh, on my actual channel and my website, like, I really don't get that much hate because... Uh, it's I niche. Tend, it's yeah. niche. Like right. I attract the people who have really gone deep with their health, and mm. they are able to see how much work I put into my health and how much money I've spent, mm. and they're attracted to that. But to to talk to like a normal person living a normal life, detoxification is pretty far out there. What I would have to say, you know, first of all, there's a lot of science that backs up detoxification, and and having said that science is always like a few steps away in my opinion when it comes to like healing the body and healing the mind Mm. Um, our current paradigm of giving pills for mental illness is just such a broken paradigm that Mm. um, we need something deeper in this world we need a deeper medicine and deeper it's a spiritual thing yeah so to people who don't believe it I would just say to take seven days or anywhere between three and seven days of not eating and just juice fasting and taking some binders. And I, I, I talk about this stuff on my site. Um, uh, binders like coconut charcoal and bentonite clay. And just basically not eating for five days. And seeing how much shit comes out of them in those five days. Even though they're not eating. Right? I mean, that's proof, in my opinion. Okay. It, it has to be, right? Um... I, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, well, it's really for it's hard. Most people can't do that. It's like right going five days without eating. How, how yeah. long can someone go without eating? Oh, you could go uh, like a month or something longer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But you have to drink water. Yeah. 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 And you need your nutrients. Yeah. It's when not, you say fasting, you mean also, but like you can juice. Yeah. So there's like water fasting, dry fasting, juice fasting. Yeah. I would say the easiest thing to do without eating is juice fasting because you're yeah. still getting the minerals right. and the electrolytes. Yeah. Um, so people could even do two or three days and see how much how much poo comes out of them. I think the average person, there was a study done at one point, but the average person has probably 10 to 15 pounds of old rotting fecal matter in their intestines. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's crazy. I mean, they need to see people need to see for themselves and know for themselves, you know. There's no well, let's see. The intestines like this. Yeah. Um, so there's the stomach and the Small colon. Intestine. Where's all the poo? It's basically <laughs> caked. It's basically caked <laughs> on the inner walls of the colon and the small intestine. Okay. Like imagine you have sink pipes, okay, mm-hmm. and you're just shoving food down the sink pipes for fucking years and years on end. Yeah. Eventually, there's going to be like a, a, a buildup on the pipes. For us as a collective. We are, you know, we're stressed out. We're not chewing our food thoroughly. We're eating, overeating, eating processed foods. So we're, we're overdoing it 
You know, we're eating three meals a day every single day for our entire life. We're not meant to do that. And okay. basically overdoing it and thus uh, creating an atmosphere that can't, it can't hold. It can't uh, digest the food as quickly as we put it in. You say it's unnatural. What is yeah. natural? One meal a day? Natural would be like feast famine, you know, where you kind of eat, you know, you eat, have a nice big meal, and then you kind of go a long period of time without eating. Feast famine. Yeah, in, in tribal or you know, right. tribal okay. cultures, yeah. they would they would kill an animal, they would have a huge feast, and uh-huh. then maybe they wouldn't eat for another day or two. Uh-huh. And the not eating part actually gives our digestive organs a rest. The, uh, they, they need to like take a nap sometimes, and they yeah. don't get a chance to nap because we're fucking eating all the time. What's your diet look like now? My diet, uh, <clears throat> I follow mostly a, uh, a lectin avoidance diet. Which is basically, I don't eat nuts, seeds, grains, legumes, beans. You don't eat that? I don't eat that. Okay. I eat fully organic. Everything's organic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the, a lot of the... <laughs> People are going to make fun of, you know. Oh, fine. That's yeah. cool, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like the, the vegan, yeah. See, but. the thing is, it's I'm very different than the typical vegan hippie. Okay. What I do is very, very different. I was a vegan for a while. Um hmm. There's like a vegan new age juice hippie movement, spiritual movement. And, you know, that's cool and all. But what I do is very different. I actually believe in eating meat, like clean, healthy, wild meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have probably died if I, if I was a vegan hmm. um, because I wasn't able to get enough nutrients um, from the vegan diet that I needed to heal from mercury poisoning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you eat? Uh, a lot of cooked and raw organic vegetables. Very nice. Um, eggs? Yeah, I like eggs. Uh, I usually soft boil them. You want to keep like the egg yolks. The lecithin. Lecithin. There yeah, you go. I remember <laughs> you, you told me that. Yeah, and the sulfur, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, I did a podcast with Josh uh, about two months ago, but um, the link's in the description if you want to check that out. Yeah. Okay. And um, I do have a lot of juices. I make my own juices with like celery, cucumber, kale, all kinds of different vegetables. Do you take any supplements now? Now I take a few supplements, maybe like five to ten at one point. Every day? Yeah. Like what? Like what? Krill oil. I take krill oil. I have krill oil. Good. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We got to film a video. Detoxing with with Andrew Hales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But... uh, yeah, krill oil. I take charcoal. I like taking charcoal in the mornings and at night, mm-hmm. uh, just to bind to all the toxins um, that we kind of take on during the day. Okay. And and let me let me go a little deeper into let's 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 take this to the people who are disbelievers or the people who have no idea about detox. Okay. If you look at your if most people look at their kitchen pan, their kitchen cabinets or their bathroom mm-hmm. or anywhere in their house their laundry room. What they'll find is that almost every product they own is chemical-based. Okay. These products that we're either ingesting or they're going onto our skin or going onto our clothes, uh, these are all chemical-based substances that have no place in the human body. We're meant to withstand natural earthly ingredients, not man-made synthesized substances, right? Hmm. So if you take a look at laundry detergents and soaps, conditioners, makeup, toothpastes, you know, toothpaste. Here's another little thing for for dis, a non-believer, hmm. which is cool. Like I, you know, yeah. I have no like ego against a non-believer, right, right, but yeah. I, I genuinely want 
to, to bring them into, into the light. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so, okay, so toothpaste has fluoride in it, okay? Okay. Fluoride is a, by, is a byproduct of aluminum manufacturing, okay? So when they make aluminum, uh, a side effect of that is that they have fluoride waste product. So back, I think it was like 40 years ago, they the toothpaste, uh, Alcoa was an aluminum manufacturing company mm -hmm. and they had all this fluoride left over, but they couldn't dump it because it was a certified neurotoxin, okay? Wow. And they couldn't dump it, so they had to figure out what to do with it. So they hired Edward Bernays to basically, he's a marketing genius, they hired him to prove uh, that fluoride helps with teeth. So they hired dentists and they said to all these dentists, you know, uh, we'll we, we need to make we need to make sure this looks good for teeth. You okay. know, we need to make sure. Eventually, they came out and said, "Oh yeah, by the way, you know, uh, fluoride is good for the teeth." And they started selling it to huh. municipalities and s selling it to put it in our tap water. So it's also in toothpaste uh, to like full cities to f the full city. Wow. Yeah. So whatever. I'm not like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to get into that. <laughs> but fluoride and chlorine are not healthy for the brain. They're not healthy for the pineal gland. Do you know? Do, do you think your audience knows what the pineal gland is? <laughs> I don't think I do. Okay. Um, let's see. That's like stress. The pineal gland is. See, we are spiritual beings, right? Mm. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. The pineal gland is a gland that's calcified in most eighteen-year-old people around the world. Calcified. It's calcified. What's it's just that like mean? a rock. Okay. Because it's not functioning. Hmm. When it actually functions, it, it releases DMT, it helps produce melatonin. Huh. It's the thing that basically is the, what, what spiritual traditions used to call like the window into the soul. Right. It's like our connection to something bigger than wow. money and cars and, and YouTube fame. You know? Okay. So, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, the, the pineal, fluoride and chlorine both mess up the pineal gland. Right? Okay. That's like study scientifically proven right okay so yeah um <laughs> detox is real <laughs> okay yeah last time i saw you you showed me some pictures of like worms yeah yeah parasites that yeah. came out of your ass yeah how do you how do i get the worms to come out of my ass <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like those, worms, worms those are pictures of, of either me or my clients. Uh, okay. Basically. I'll, I'll get those from you and just flash those. <laughs> well, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I don't know. It might be yeah. too gross. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, you know, I hate to say it. This may, uh, you know, make people scared, but most people on the planet have intestinal parasites. Oh, yeah. You know, right. uh, worms, roundworms, rope worms. Uh, ring worm. Well, no, that, that was a wrestling jujitsu thing that um, I used to get to. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and these parasites uh, basically, you know, what they are doing is uh, they're actually living in, in, in this relationship with us where they actually are helping us survive the current conditions of toxicity. So they eat heavy metals and they eat other chemicals. Hmm. So they're actually helping us survive the intense levels of toxicity that we're dealing with as a planet. But um, they're also shitting and peeing in our bodies and eating our nutrients. So they overall have a net negative effect, but they're actually, they do serve a purpose. Hmm. So you can't just kill them all right away. You kind of have to go through a process, healing the gut, 
replenishing the nutrients, getting stronger, okay. and then you kill the parasites. Okay. And I can feel that you're skeptical. It's almost like I, I feel like you're a non-believer. Well, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. So, uh, it's just, how do you know it was, was it like swimming around when it came out of your ass? They're dead when, when they come <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah, they're dead when they They're come dead, out. but you yeah. can see that it's not shit. Yeah. You can see that it was like a worm. Yeah. Yeah. And how long did you, you were like always checking and always looking for these worms to come out? Yeah, pretty much when I was recovering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with a stick. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, but they're really tiny, huh? Uh, how tiny? How sometimes they're huge. Sometimes they're like 12 inches long. What? Yeah. You had a 12 inch worm yeah. come out of you? Yeah. And that was just kind of in your intestine? Yeah. Okay. Living in there. Man, in less than a minute, yeah. the steps to detoxification for beginners. For beginners, go on a three-day juice fast. And no food for three days. Um, basically, orchestrate your life around those three days because you're going to be experiencing intense emotions. And, you know, it could be difficult huh. uh, to not... You know, food is, a, is we have an addiction to food, you know? So yeah. a lot of our stuff comes to the surface when we fast. So three days, this is just what a beginner should do, not the long-term process. Hmm. That they can go on my website for. Okay. Um, but three days, just drink juice, clean organic juice from the uh, a store or you can buy your own juicer and take uh, activated coconut charcoal and bentonite clay, uh, like a teaspoon of each with a teaspoon of organic psyllium husk powder mm -hmm. with 10 ounces of water, okay? And you take that every morning and every night for those three days. Wow. Okay, and then you can also do a saltwater flush mm -hmm. at some point in the middle of the three days. Okay. And after those three days, you will hopefully experience uh, a new piece of yourself. You will experience uh, a different a different paradigm, more energy, more clarity. You'll be able to see that you've been running at maybe 10% of what you're capable of hmm. um, if you weren't filled with shit, you mm -hmm. know, literally. Yeah. So another good thing to do during the three days is to take something called trifala at night. Trifala is, um, it's like three fruits, three different fruits from India that help cleanse and tonify the bowels. Mm -hmm. So you, they can take two of those at night. Um, I'm actually about to release this like uh this new post about detox for beginners on my website so great by the time this comes out it may even be done yeah it should yeah but uh it'll well i'll yeah it'll probably i'll probably have this for like about a couple weeks a couple weeks yeah um yeah it'll be done by then and um and just see how you feel just see if you if, if you feel better you know okay um, and see what comes out of the toilet too and how much substance can come out after three days of not eating you know well so yeah I'll do the salt water flush every I've been doing that every three every three weeks uh -huh. um, and I always feel like euphoric after yeah. what what's that about basically <laughs> yeah well it's two things one is you're getting a lot of minerals from the salt mm. much needed minerals um, and number two, um, when you, most people's intestines are just like cesspools. They're just basically recirculating toxins into the body. When you do a saltwater flush, it just flushes everything out. Now it doesn't get everything. Yeah. It gets all the low hanging fruit, all the stuff that easily comes out. 
There's mm-hmm. other stuff that's more like tightly impacted, uh-huh. but the low hanging fruit, the easy stuff comes out and your body almost gets a chance to rest and replenish and restore once it's not dealing with all of that toxicity. Yeah. So, you know, in many different cultures and traditions, bowel cleansing was a normal part of life, you know? Wow. Um, like the, in yogic traditions, enemas, you know, saltwater flushes, this is this is massive piece of the puzzle for them because they understood that this body, this vessel is functions better when it's clean, you know? We, we brush our teeth, we clean our ears, mm-hmm. you know? But we don't clean the literally the central channel of our life force. Yeah. Like the, the entire central channel of our whole existence is right here. And we don't clean it. Hmm. You know? Um my last uh my last chatting with was no fat. You meet, yeah. did you you met Luke? No, I'm gonna meet I'm hopefully I'll meet him on this trip actually. Oh great. If he's around. Cool. <laughs> what do you think of no fat? Total total truth. Oh, I, I thought you were being like total no, bullshit. Dude. No, total truth. Um, <laughs> really? Do you, you yeah, do, I don't know that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't go to oh. the extreme of not doing it for a year and a half. Like, like uh, when was the last time you jerked? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that on camera. Sure. But, <laughs> but but uh, no, the the here's here's the essence of, of okay. My opinion. This is all my opinion, by the way, and I'm not a fucking doctor, so you, they should be speaking. Oh, they should talk. Yeah. To, consult should, with your physician. I should put a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Consult with your physician with, with everything I'm saying. Right. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just a detox dude. Do not sue us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll probably put that in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. No fap. Yeah. No fap. Is this is really really important uh, piece of the puzzle? If people could just, if men could just stop ejaculating, mm-hmm. the world would be a completely different place. You know, there's a book. <laughs> you could put that as like the caption. <laughs> well, not ejaculating. Stop, like, like jerking off the porn. Like, because like ejaculating. I mean, like you can have sex with your partner. Let me get into it. Oh, all sure. right, all, all right. right. Sorry. No, that's all good. All right, so. All right. So I don't even know what nofap is because I don't know the exact terminology that they use. I think fapping is masturbation, right? right. Okay, so it's no masturbation is nofap, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't subscribe to any like, like groups or anything like that. But mm-hmm. what I do and what I believe people who are suffering from depression or anxiety or, or fatigue, men in particular, um, is that we have to learn how to hold our chi, our life force in. You know, there was a book called, um, uh, what was the name of that book? Napoleon oh. Hill f- with... Uh, oh, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. And he had a whole chapter devoted to transmuting sexual energy. That, that all of these, I think it was chapter 11. Wow. That all of these incredibly successful people, what they mastered is the art of sexual transmutation where they did not ejaculate. And that was a huge piece of his book. And it's a huge piece of, in my opinion becoming successful, becoming healthy and happy. And now it's not about never having sex, never ejaculating. There's no hard and fast rules here. Mm -hmm. It's about learning to cultivate your seed, cultivate your life force. When men ejaculate, in French, they call an ejaculation petite mort, which means little death, right? So Mm -hmm. in, in Chinese medicine, they also were very keen on the fact that when men would ejaculate, they would lose a little piece of themselves their dna their their seed wow. in a way so um cultivating that basically stopping ejaculation especially to porn because porn mm-hmm. 
is hijacking our brains, hijacking yeah, us right. on a it's very like, deep it's level. Unnat- unnatural, right. It's fake too. They're all actresses and actors and there's fucking Viagra and then mm-hmm. we want that we have those expectations in our normal life. You know, it's not, it's not clean. Right. It's not healthy. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, um, so holding in your chi. Yeah. And the, yeah, it, it's a real thing and you, you know, not ejaculating helps you stay motivated. Absolutely. Yeah. Imagine all of that sexual energy that you have fucking swirling around. You know, yeah. any, all the teenagers here swirling around. They don't know what to fucking do with it. They have to go to their computer and jerk off to porn. Imagine if you could figure out a way through meditation or through grounding or through intention yeah. of actually circulating that energy through the body and creating with it. So you have all this energy coming in. Yeah. Imagine if you diverted it to some something else, hmm. you know? Okay. There'll probably be a thousand comments not having sex is unnatural. There's, I've never said anything about not having sex. You can totally have sex and not ejaculate. And in fact, it invigorates a man when he does that. That sounds awful. Maybe. You do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it also sounds awful for the girl. Doesn't she want to Well, women finish? Ejaculating for women actually invigorates them. Like male fighters are told to hold in their essence before a fight. Yeah. Women fighters are encouraged to ejaculate. That's what I've heard, yeah. yeah. Like the more orgasms girls have, the better off they are. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think of Detox. Check out Joss's channels. Everything's in the description. Yeah. And uh, thanks for watching. I'll see you next week.